Well, hello again, and welcome to another podcast, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded. I'm your host, Irv Risch, <clears throat> and uh, we have been going through uh, the book uh, by Andrew Murray, Waiting on God, which is a devotional, and we've been through the first three days, and we're now on day number uh, four. Uh, and with that said, uh, I have our our, our uh, reading up on the screen here uh, on those on a video podcast. And uh, what I need to do is I have to get to the uh, the actual text that uh, is going to be read, which is the text that's before us here. Okay. And let us just start our reading here, and uh, we'll discuss it afterwards. Fourth day, waiting on God, for supplies. The Lord upholdeth all that fall, and raiseth up all those that be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Psalm chapter 145 verses 14 and 15. Psalm chapter 104 is a psalm of creation, and the words, these all wait upon thee, were used with reference to the animal creation. Here we have a psalm of the kingdom, and, the eyes of all wait upon thee, appears especially to point to the needs of God's saints, of all that fall and them that be bowed down. What the universe and the animal creation does unconsciously, God's people are to do intelligently and voluntarily. Man is to be the interpreter of nature. He is to prove that there is nothing more noble or more blessed in the exercise of our free will than to use it in waiting upon God. If an army has been sent out to march into an enemy's country, and tidings are received that it is not advancing, the question is at once asked, what may be the cause of delay? The answer will very often be, waiting for supplies. All the stores of provisions or clothing or ammunition have not arrived, without these it dare not proceed. It is no otherwise in the Christian life, day by day, at every step, we need our supplies from above. And there is nothing so needful as to cultivate that spirit of dependence on God and of confidence in Him, which refuses to go on without the needed supply of grace and strength. If the question be asked, whether this be anything different from what we do when we pray, the answer is, that there may be much praying with but very little waiting on God. In praying we are often occupied with ourselves, with our own needs, and our own efforts in the presentation of them. In waiting upon God, the first thought is of the God upon whom we wait. We enter his presence, and feel we need just to be quiet, so that he, as God, can overshadow us with himself. God longs to reveal himself, to fill us with himself. Waiting on God gives him time in his own way and divine power to come to us. It is especially at the time of prayer that we ought to set ourselves to cultivate this spirit. Before you pray, bow quietly before God, just to remember and realize who he is, how near he is, how certainly he can and will help. Just be still before him, and allow his Holy Spirit to waken and stir up in your soul the childlike disposition of absolute dependence and confident expectation. Wait upon God as a living being, as the living God, who notices you, and is just longing to fill you with his salvation. Wait on God until you know you have met him, prayer will then become so different. And when you are praying, let there be intervals of silence, reverent stillness of soul, in which you yield yourself to God, in case he may have aught he wishes to teach you or to work in you. Waiting on him will become the most blessed part of prayer, and the blessing thus obtained will be doubly precious as the fruit of such fellowship with the Holy One. God has so ordained it, in harmony with his holy nature, and with ours, that waiting on him should be the honor we give him. Let us bring him the service gladly and truthfully, he will reward it abundantly. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. 
Dear soul, God provides in nature for the creatures he has made. How much more will he provide in grace for those he has redeemed? Learn to say of every want, and every failure, and every lack of needful grace, I have waited too little upon God, or he would have given me in due season all I needed. And say then too, my soul, wait thou only upon God. Well, you know, as we were going through this reading, my thoughts kind of drifted to, uh, before I was a Christian, I was uh, always worried about uh, how the next bill was going to get paid. I mean, I raised six children, and uh, times got tough sometimes. And, uh, of course, I didn't know the Lord back then, the first 41 years of my life, and uh, I totally depended on myself. I was kind of a a very proud man that I had always provided for my family. And God had to knock that pride out of me. Uh, and he did that one day by taking everything away from me. I mean, literally everything was taken from me. Uh, I didn't even have any food in the house to feed the kids. Uh, we had some popcorn and uh, <laughs> a few things like that, but it was... I mean, we were down to the bare minimum. Not only that, is I had lost my job, and uh, I threw a rod in my uh, engine in my car, and uh, it was, and, and I got evicted from a house. And I mean, literally, he took everything away from me. That's when I cried out to him. He did that for a reason. Uh, you know. He's always provided for me up until that point. But he had to make me realize that I am totally dependent upon God. And uh, that's kind of where my thought was when we went through this. It says, for the supplies, the Lord upholds all that fall and, rise, and raises up all of that uh, be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Well, I came to a point where I did get on my knees and I, I prayed, but it was a faithless prayer. I said, God, if you're out here, you're the only one that can help. I wasn't even sure if God existed or if there was a God. Deep down, I, I, I think I, I realized there had been a God, but uh, I didn't know him. But he answered that prayer in a mighty way. And the reason that I started seeking for God uh, was the fact that uh, he had answered that prayer. I wanted to know who the God was that could answer a prayer so mightily. I mean, he... He just turned things around in my life at that very moment. Uh, and uh, it, 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 it was just miraculous. You'll have to listen to my testimony sometime. I have it out here online. Uh, it was unshackled, by the way, uh, you know, from Pacific Garden Missions down in Chicago, Illinois. I sat down and wrote my whole testimony down, mailed it in, and they uh, they aired it in one of their shows, and uh, I have a copy of it, and uh, I posted it online. I've, in fact, I'll maybe post a link to it in this uh, in this broadcast 
so you can listen to it if you want to. But anyway, I was thinking about how, you know, we talked last time about how God provided for all the animal, the, all the kingdom, you know, the animal kingdoms and stuff. And he does provide for them. And, uh, you know, I was thinking of what he was talking about here, about delaying uh, and waiting on the Lord. There's so many times that we jump ahead of, ahead of the Lord and uh, try to do it in our own strength. And, and, you know, if we go back to King Saul, King Saul's downfall was that he would not wait for God's anointed uh, priest to offer an offering to God. And he took it upon himself to do it, which was in his place. He did not hold that office. He was not... Uh, a prophet, priest, and a king. He was a king, and he did prophesize, but he was not a priest. The Lord Jesus Christ is the prophet, priest, and king. And uh, I believe that's why God was uh, hard on him uh, when he overstepped his bounds. And how many times we do not wait on the Lord, and we go ahead of him and... Uh, Truly, this is, this is wrong. This is a sin. We have to wait on God. He will provide for our needs. And I'm not talking about just food and physical needs, but I'm talking about spiritual needs also. Well, you know, when he was talking about prayer, you know, about having a, a time when we're quiet uh, before the Lord when we're praying, I've always made it a point that... Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but I, I think of the word acts, uh, A-C-T-S, when I'm praying. And what each letter stands for is adoration, confession, uh, thanksgiving, and supplication. So if you think of those four things, and you start your prayer out with adoration, Praise the Lord for what he's done and who he is. And, and then uh, confess your, your sins. Confess your faults before him. And we all fail the Lord many, many times. Take, for example, yesterday. I uh, had to make a delivery uh, to a uh, an older woman who was in a uh, assistant living. I had picked up some supplies for her and... Uh, when I was walking up to deliver the uh, things to her, she was going to meet me at the front door, the assistant living, and I parked in front, and some woman come running out and says, is that your vehicle? you got to move it. She didn't give me time to explain or anything uh, that I was making a delivery. She just uh, wanted me to move my vehicle, and uh, I, I lost it. I hollered at her. That was not Christ-like. I was not waiting on the Lord. And it's things like that that we need to confess to the Lord. Right after it happened, I, I, I had this deep down feeling that I was not Christ-like, and I really did wrong. Uh, but the woman was gone. I couldn't apologize to her. But uh, I definitely uh, was at fault. Uh, I was not Christ-like. Well... When we go to the Lord in prayer, we have to confess things like this. 
in other things in our lives. Uh, and then we have to be thankful for everything that we have and everything the Lord has given us. Not only physical needs, but also spiritual needs. And then I come to the point where I have to ask the Lord for things. Supplication, and that's what it means. To supply for my needs and for the needs of others and uh, for the needs of the church. And I just pray uh, for everybody I can think of. And uh, sometimes my prayers are not very long. Uh, and I believe that's because of lack of faith. We don't really believe God is hearing us. And yet God hears every word we speak. Uh, he knows what we're going to say even before we say it. But then you might ask, well, why do we pray? Because God asked us to pray. And uh, even the disciples, uh, the apostles, asked the Lord to uh, teach him to pray. And you know, when we think about the Lord's Prayer, you know, we always look at, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Uh, that's not really the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer was his intercessory prayer in the, in the Gospel of John, chapter 17. And that's where he prayed for us. Uh, and I, I truly believe that uh, God, uh, our Lord Jesus Christ, has given us an example on how to really pray. His life was filled with prayer. Many times he, he went off by himself and he prayed, and he prayed long and hard. And our prayers are never that way, at least mine isn't. And I have to confess that I'm not a prayer warrior. Some people are. Some people pray a lot. Uh, and I know that it's a lack of faith. Well, you know, when as I go through, you know, devotionals like this, there's so many things that come up and talk to my heart, talk to my soul. And uh, I hope when you go through these little devotionals that you pick up on things as well. Like it says, let him bring him the service gladly and truthfully. He will reward it abundantly. And when we come to the Lord and we ask for things, and if we ask for the things uh, for others, Lord, make me a light to the lost world. I was not a light to that woman when she told me to move my vehicle. I... I lost my cool, lost my temper, and that was not a testimony. You know, my wife was one that would tell me that when when you're driving along and somebody cuts you off and, and right away I react uh, in a negative way, my wife told me one time, why don't you pull up next to him at the next stoplight, roll down your window and hand him a track. <laughs> I tell you, it put me under conviction. Yes, our temper sometimes gets us in trouble and our attitude, and we're not very Christ-like, and we're not a very good testimony. Well, that kind of, I, I could just keep talking on and on, but uh, I'll end our podcast here, and uh, I hope you uh, 
got something out of this little reading today. And uh, with that said, I'm just going to end our podcast like I always do. You know, God is out here. You can find him in your Bible. Pick it up and read it. I tell you, it'll bless you. Ask the Lord to show you uh, what he wants you to see. And uh, go before the Lord. Confess your sins. Give him adoration, first of all. Then confess your sins. Then be thankful for what you, you have and what he has done for you. And then ask for your needs and the needs of others. So with that said, I'm just going to end my podcast. Bye for now.